Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name is Sonny. I am here with Caleb. Say hi to the people. Hello, peoples. And I am here with, of course, a very special guest, the Dino Chad himself. What's up, the Don? What's up, guys? I'm very, very uh, thankful to be on here tonight and talk with you guys. I'm excited. We are super excited to have you here. Um, Now, for those that don't know... Uh, we're here with, you know, the Don Juan, who, that's who, that's what he goes by. He's on Twitter. I know he's all over Discord. Uh, I believe you have a YouTube channel also. Yeah, I do make a little bit of, uh, content on YouTube. Uh, I've been extremely busy with moving, so unfortunately I have not been able to make a lot of content recently, but we'll be back Ah, to Ah, sometimes it'd be that way. It gets to the best of us for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna hit some quick play news. Okay. Uh, what's the first thing we got, Caleb? Okay. Uh, so the grand creators, uh, the uh, one of the upcoming sets over in the OCG, they have announced that uh, Virtual World Hime Nyan Nyan will be reprinted in there. It's a level three psychic, so that works really well with the punk archetype, which also loves level three psychic monsters. That makes sense. Mm. I was wondering why they would choose that one specifically. I guess it does make sense. Yeah, because it's a level three psychic. I think it's a tuner. I don't remember. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, it works well. Yeah, it work, works great with, uh, you know, because like I said, like level three uh, psychic monster, like psychic wielder and psychic whatever. Can't, mm-hmm. can't think of the other one. Uh, there's a lot to go with it. Yeah. Uh, next up, the next structure deck for the OCG has also been announced. It's called Structure Deck Alba Strike. An entire Fallen of Albaz themed structure deck. 
Yep. Uh, the very description is, this deck will focus on Fallen of Albaz, who took in all sorts of power to transform into a dragon, as well as fusion monsters. And then there's also going to be a bunch of tokens. Uh, we'll feature new art and super art cards, and, uh, and the token pack will be available as secrets. In the OCG. We'll see what actually happens. <laughs> yeah, if we even get here. this structure deck. Right. It hurts so much. The lack yeah. of Dracunity structure deck. <laughs> I, I'm God, always jealous of the, the OCG. Always jealous of the OCG. Oh, I know. I know. It's oh, yeah. insane to me the amount of stuff that they just don't give us. Like, we yeah. just got Millennium Rares once for three cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. Next up, uh, they expanded the uh, the TCG product page for Hidden for Hidden Arsenal Chapter 1. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about this. I'm feeling some type of way about this. Let's talk about mm-hmm. this. Um, so now it says, learn the legend, experience the story from the beginning with Hidden Arsenal Chapter 1. It's been over decades since the Hidden Arsenal era began, and now duels can obtain historic cards from the first four Hidden Arsenal sets like never been seen before. Uh, then, you know, they say, hey, we got uh, ice, you know, we got some of the old ice barrier stuff. Uh, we got fabled stuff. Uh, we got Dragoonity stuff. You Which know. is good because we didn't get the structure deck with all the cool reprints since yeah. those mm-hmm. cards are really expensive. Mm-hmm. All of the original, all the original Hidden Arsenal series were either supers or secrets. But in Hidden Arsenal Chapter 1, some of these epic cards can be, can be attained as commons or ultras. With the dual terminal technology! Oh, oh, please. Please, no. Please, I didn't spend hundreds of dollars on a dual terminal Bryonic for it to get reprinted as a dual <laughs> terminal. No! <laughs> Each Hidden Arsenal Chapter 1 box contains a total of one secret rare, six du- dual terminal technology ultra rares. No! Two D, uh, dual terminal commons and twenty eight standard com twenty eight standard commons and hidden arsenal storyline insert with game mat and a special collectible dice set. Right, well, the dice I'm all about. I love content- collectible dice. However, mm-hmm. it says at the very end, uh, content subject to change. I'm sure they have to put that at the end. Yeah. Content um, subject to change. The classic. Special. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, let's see, Hidden Arsenal's release date is now January 28th, as we talked about last episode. Additionally, it was previously slated to contain colorful ultra-rare cards. The fact sheet now states dual-terminal technology cards instead. Which makes me wonder if we're going to do, like, a dual-terminal rarity with, like, the colored ultra-rare purple and green and stuff text that they do in Legendary Duelist. That'd be really cool. I mean, at least at that point, my ridiculously expensive Bryonic would retain its value. Oh, absolutely. Maybe. Well, in theory, it probably should anyway. Yeah. But that doesn't make me less upset. That's mm-hmm. fair. Um, lastly, we know what uh, they announced what the next jump OCG jump promo is. It is a level 3 Earth Warrior monster called... Propietous Warrior Lady. It's a... Uh, it's a retrain of... DD Warrior Lady. DD Warrior Lady. Mm. Um, let's see, a monster with great affinity for the cards printed in the World Premiere Pack 2021, is what it says. Um, it supports the Battles of Warrior-type monsters, and that's all we got. So, the World Premiere Pack 2021 will be the OCG getting... War Rocks. War Rocks, but they're also getting Mutant. Yeah. And maybe... Maybe one other archetype. Yeah. One or two others. Oh, yeah. Stuff that we got that they didn't, but it doesn't really matter because it's 
garbage. Yeah, yeah. For the yeah, for the most part. I mean, they got the cooler artworks of Warrock, so I think they won in the end. I don't really know if the artwork is any different. Oh, uh, the I looked uh, at it on DB, and they they only have the one artwork for each of them. Well, well, so far later on it because they haven't actually released yet in the OCG. No. So they they're not going to get they aren't going to have it on DB. But uh, all the females are wearing skimpier armor. Skimpier armor is the best way yeah, to put it, and it's nice. And I'm like, I wish we got that. Oh, that's the OCG for you. That that's that's Japan for you. And uh, that's about it for quick play news. Like said. Like I said, it was just a bunch of... We had a bunch of it, but it was... Snappy. Yeah, snappy. Okay, well, uh, what we'll do is we'll do a quick little ad break to talk about the platform Anchor, and we'll come right back with the Dawn. All right, and just like that, we are back at it. So, uh, obviously, we haven't given you much chance to talk, uh, Don. So, uh, is that is that what you prefer me to call you, Don or Juan? Or is there you, any you particular? can just call me uh, Don. That's fine. Okay, cool. So, um, the world got their introduction to the Dawn, uh, courtesy MBT and Farfa, of course. Um, so why don't, for those that don't know, and for those that don't really follow the Twitch scene and things like that, why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself, a little bit about who you are, how you started, you know, when and how you got into the game, things like that. Oh, yeah, I'd love to. So, um, if you guys didn't know, uh, my name is Ryan. Um, I am a 22-year-old, and I am currently majoring in kinesiology, and I attend uh, a university or an institution in Idaho called Boise State. Uh, I first started playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, Boise in... State with the blue field. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the blue field. That's that's what we are known for, that and potatoes. And there's yep. nothing really else over here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I started playing Yu-Gi-Oh! in 2018, uh, towards the end of 2018, where Rongo was legal and Dark Warrior and Danger Dark World FTK was a thing. Um, I don't know if you guys played around that time. You guys mentioned to me that you just started playing yeah. not too long ago again. Yeah, we did not play at that time, but I heard all about the FTK. I don't know what, got, would you say it was Gongo? Oh, Rongo Bongo Turbo. It is... Yeah, I've never heard of that. So, Rongo. Um, Rongo was pretty much the best... I want to say Rongo was the best boss monster ever printed in Yu-Gi-Oh! And don't quote on that, but I'll just, like... I guess I can kind of explain his effect. But pretty much the whole goal was to turbo him out with a bunch of warriors... And you would use um, Bamboozling Gossip Shadow and put all the materials onto this card. And pretty much when he had a ton of materials, uh, you can't normal or special summon monsters. Can't be destroyed by battle. He's a 3k beater, unaffected by other card effects. And then once per turn, he can destroy all cards your opponent controls. So you don't get to play the game when he hits the field, pretty much. He is... Really, really dumb. Um, is that number 86 Heroic Champion Rongo Minad? Yes, that mm-hmm. is who I am talking about. Um, why Konami? I just found yeah. like, this on the ban list, and I'm like reading the effect, and this is pretty dumb. Oh, yeah, and uh, at the time where we didn't have 
I, I shouldn't say we didn't have, but it felt like not <laughs> there was there was no Nibiru, and you know there was not a lot right, of things right. that you could uh, do to deal with this particular uh, strategy. Right. Um, I don't even think I don't even think the uh, kai, kaiju's are out yet. Your options, you, yeah, they were. No, kaiju's were out. The issue is is you can't even kaiju him because you can't He's normal or special summon monsters. Effects. Oh yeah, and you can't normal special. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's it. It's dumb. Broken. Uh, I would probably say the best way to deal with this was control at the time. Uh, but even then, it has the effect unaffected by other cards' effects. So literally, wow. Yeah. What good do you luck. even do to out that? Uh, it's just most of the time when it hit the field, you just scoop. Um. But yeah, I don't know why I kept playing. My friend Tim would six sam. He played the six samurai variant, and he would turbo this out, and he would do this every single game. I oh. actually, when I first started playing, I was so upset at like, and I was like, "This is so dumb. I don't even like. I can't even play my deck." I took my glass and I drew. I it was empty, and I threw it up, threw it against the wall, and I broke it because I was so enraged <laughs> at you. Like, uh, but like here he, I am. Wait, I'm wait, just, wait. Okay, Mister works out all the time. What kind of supplements were you on at that time? My goodness. Well, oh, dude, I'm. I literally just take protein and creatine. That, that's 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 about it. But hundred uh, percent, I was. I was upset. <laughs> Let's just put it like that. I was very fair. Upset. Fair. Like the only like the only thing I can think to out this thing is like you go first, activate prohibition. <laughs> yeah, or set up enough negates to prevent your opponent from comboing off. Oh, and I, I should mention this is when summon sork was legal as well, so you could um, you could definitely do some crazy stuff uh, with summon sork legal. I kind of miss that card. But at the same time, it's really, really broken. Yeah, that card. I've heard like horror stories about that card. Yeah. So off the tangent. Sorry, I was getting a little distracted. But yeah, I played around that time. Um, my okay. first deck I played actually was Trickstar because Trickstar was very, very, very simple. I still think it's very simple. Trickstar is probably just because it was the first deck I played. Will always in my heart be one of my favorite decks because there was so it's it was an engine and you could play it so many different different ways you could play artifact version you could play the striker version you know there was just so much you could do with the deck and that's why i loved right. it because it was so consistent had two terraforming had multiple scapegoat and scapegoat at the time was pretty much an ftk if you resolved it <laughs> Uh, really? Yeah, because I guess a lot of the links at that time didn't have a uh, effect monster restriction on them, huh? Uh, it was just insane because you could. There was actually I don't I didn't get a play with Firewall, but you there was a Firewall and Trickstar Lilybell OTK loop that you could do. Um, I didn't get a play with that. I mostly just made scapegoat equals Boral Sword. Boral Sword equals win game. Right. It's crazy how far we've come since Boral Sword. Like Access Code Talker, like kind of took over. But dude, most of the time when Boral Sword hit the field, you were just like, "Oh, I'm, I'm dead." This card is 120 dollars for a reason. <laughs> right, and now it's like a four dollar card. Yeah, it's something like that. Deep. Um. Yeah. So 
the that kind of leads me uh it kind of reminds me you said you know trickstar will always have a special place in your heart um it kind of reminds me we were talking earlier before the podcast started we were talking and me and caleb mentioned how our first deck both of us was black wings and it was like you know i'll I'll, to this day i still have like a black wing core and i'm like yeah i could throw this together yeah something i'll always think about you know oh yeah of course i i always want to return back to trickstar uh, especially after Prosperity was printed, because Prosperity is just insane at boosting consistency for specific decks. But the issue right. is with Light Stage at 1, Droll is also a very, very popular hand trap in the format currently. There's not really a reason to play Trickstar at all. It's kind of yeah, just a Dragoon Turbo deck at this point. Mm, fair I, enough. I mean, lots of decks are, to be fair. Yeah. I re- I really believe that the card could come back to three because Orcus is like, we don't have Mermaid anymore. And you could also make the argument that there's a lot of other decks that can get two monsters out for free and just go into Verte. Like, I I don't know. Pe- people are interesting. <laughs> so, what makes Light Stage such an uh, advantage builder for the deck? For somebody that doesn't know what Light Stage does, cough, cough. Not so Trickstar Light Stage. Um, Trickstar Light Stage is pretty much the rota for the deck. You can search any Trickstar monster. Um, and it's not a hard once per turn search. So if you had a Light Stage and you had a Terraforming, there's two copies right there. And that's two Lyco, or that's a Lyco and a Candina. Uh, Candina is your, you know, the Stratos of the deck. It searches any of the Trickstar cards, including Light Stage. And the probably most problematic card in the deck, which was Trickstar Reincarnation. Uh, if you don't know what Trickstar Reincarnation is, uh, Trickstar Reincarnation was pretty much used to hand loop your opponent um, after they searched anything with the combination of Droll. It was like the Droll and Lock combo. So if your opponent added something from deck to hand, uh, you would chain link one reincarnation, obviously wait for a response from your opponent, and if they didn't have anything, you would droll them. And how the chain resolved was droll would come into effect, and your opponent would banish their entire hand, and they had no cards in hand, because droll comes into effect. So Tragic. OCG has reincarnation at one. And I honestly believe that is probably the correct thing to do, especially if you wanted to make the deck playable again. Also, Reincarnation had another effect, which was pretty much a Monster Reborn uh, quick mm-hmm. effect. But uh, the deck doesn't set up negates. It's not very, like, you know, explosive. It's just annoying. It just burns the shit out of you. And I understand time rules are obnoxious, but. I really believe the car or the deck has been power crept so hard. <laughs> like, I right? Don't, I don't. I mean, I think there's something to be said about that for like a lot of the decks that are currently have a lot of banlists invested in them. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's a lot of decks that just you look at it and you're like, 
why is this still in the ban list? I think that this can come off, you know? <laughs> MBT does a series on it every ban list. He's like, look, there's like 40 cards on this list that can come off the list and be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've i had my own fair share of opinions. Uh, I made a little goof video about um, what I personally could see coming off the list. And there's a lot of stuff that honestly could come off the list. Like, because Power Creep is insane in Yu-Gi-Oh. There are so many cards that are currently legal that would just make <laughs> decks from their time just, like, irrelevant. I know people could say, like, Infernities, you know, shouldn't get all their stuff back, but I really don't think, you know, Infernity's going to do much uh, when you have, like, all the decks that we have currently and all of the powerful <laughs> support right. spell cards that we have. I don't know. Right. So when you look at things like Infernity Archfiend is still at one and things like that, you're like, why? Yeah. That's like a Master Diamond at one, like... Yeah, yeah. I understand why Master Diamond's hit, but, like, I I just think it's... I'm a personal believer that more diversity is a good thing. People that, you know... There are people that legitimately quit the game when their deck gets slaughtered on the ban list. Like, people were honestly... (laughs) People were like suspecting that I quit because Miscellaneous Source got hit to one, but I I didn't quit. It's just like life's been crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> For sure. Yeah. So, speaking of now that you bring it up, how you feeling about that, buddy? Um, I've been doing a lot of test hands this week because I actually am. Re- planning on returning to locals and i've just been doing a lot of deck building strategies uh miskit was definitely deserved but i will admit it really really hurt the deck really badly yeah it's um, crazy that as much search power as the deck has that it still is impactful as it is to have that card uh limited oh yeah it's the thing that a lot of people don't understand with Dino is Dino bricks a lot. I I know we have three Rota, we have three Stratos, you know, we have so many different ways to get access to combos. And we have very, right. very explosive combos. I'm pretty sure um, 2017, Dino went to the finals in Worlds, but that was because of True King... True Kings existed, which, yeah, we're not going to get into that. But <laughs> Misk to one was definitely, it hurts a lot. <laughs> but when you see it, it feels so good. So the next question is, um, what's the replacement for Misk? You know, so what, there's... you know. There's a couple of different things that I've been seeing people do. Um, Deck in one lithosagem. I have been testing the True King package again just because of... Uh, if you're playing the Scrap Engine, which I definitely think you should be, but people right. could argue it's a brick. Um, the Scrap Engine, they're all Earth. So lithosagem 
plus the babies plus the scraps. It's it kind of just they work well together. Uh, you could argue to play Quadalus over text Quadalus to put Misk back into the deck. Um, some I, people I've have been. been... Huh? Yeah, you know, I've been seeing a lot of builds running the quad running the Quadalus. Yeah. Um he's also a negate and he searches pill. So he's not bad. It just really sucks to see him in your opening hand. Right. Um There was another card that people have been playing. Um I believe a gentleman from Europe topped with dinosaur. And he was playing uh, a Bujin card that could add back Misk after it was banished back to your hand. I do not recall what the card was called off the top of my head, unfortunately. Um, but I have been seeing that. Also, there's a... Uh, a nemesis monster that apparently adds misc back. It's a level one, and I I don't know. People are people are very innovative. Let's just put it like that. They're trying all kinds of things, trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah I know. I remember when um when it happened. You know, I was talking to Giant Skyhawk about that, and that, that's where he got his start was with dinos. And uh, oh yeah, he was far from convinced that the deck was you know left dead or unplayable. Yeah. It's kind of glass cannony now, but you know, it's still good. I uh, it is not a going second deck anymore. You, I, I don't know why people would want to play it going second because the whole purpose of going second was using that. You had so many ways to access Misk. Misk protected all your dinosaurs. You know, it was just, it was just the way to. Yeah, and now you can build a multi-negate board because of Scrap Raptor. You can go up into Borlode Savage and stop oh, and Abyss yeah. Dweller and things like that. Yeah, um, I've been joking around and playing um, Frish because Scrap Raptor is a tuner and you can use Giant Rex, Scrap Raptor, and Archosaur to make Trish, you know, get a free hand loop. Um, Ooh. Oh, true. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. that's and spicy. I have an ulti Trish, so I, I'm very uh, into the. Listen, I'm, just, know, I'm not, not going to say you have to give me your ulti Trish, but I am going <laughs> to say it's the last card I'm missing. From the oh my! Plant extra deck. <laughs> oh wait, man. Trish is an Ash, Ice Dragon. It's a minty tech. Oh yeah, but um, do 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 was bad. You should feel bad. <laughs> The Bujin monster, I believe, was called Amaterasu. Um, and it has your opponent's turn target one of your banished level 4 lower monsters add that card to your hand. So, people, I saw people teching that in, and I was just like, you know, <laughs> if, you, if you need it that bad, go ahead. I mean, hey, it seems like it works for some people. Yeah, that, hey, the guy topped. Make it good. That he's doing better than I am. To be fair, I've only entered one real, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! event. And that was during Striker Orcus format when Mermaid was still legal. And, oh my gosh. 
I was one round away from getting my top, and I was cheated in time by uh, this guy used Orcist World Wand, World Wand to special summon a machine, I believe, and just attack for a game. But World Wand, you can't activate that during the battle phase. Uh, and I had life point lead, and I was so mad. I was so salty because I was playing Muskets. Muskets is also like one of my favorite decks, um, because they have access to a funny rank four XZs called Utopia Double. <laughs> right. Cowboy right. uh, for game. Yep, double. Oh yeah. Um, you, you guys haven't you imagine... noticed. Huh? I was about to say, like, could you imagine you're going in time against musketeers and they just kind of look at you and go, "Cowboy for game"? Oh yeah, God. I actually played. I, I play cowboy and dinos still because it's... I I do not like losing in time or ties. I hate it. That's why I love Trickstar so much. You could just win by passing turn. You would literally just normal Lyco pass, draw face take 400 damage standby oh time got called <laughs> what do you do you just lose oh, wow. yeah it was uh something so have you ever i mean is burial from a different dimension being brought up any in the dino decks burial from a different dimension that card i have not seen play in so long uh last time i saw that card being played was a tech card in uh infernoid when i used to play and mess around with that deck people would play a couple copies of that um, that card would be broken in infernoid i yeah. have not messed around with this card i do I mean, it seems like it. in theory you know it would be pretty good oh yeah of course of course man i haven't seen that card since chaos dragons <laughs> Like old school Chaos Dragons with like Pulsar and I'm just going <laughs> to drop BLS on you. That deck was crazy too. I, I remember this one duel. That deck could beat Dino Rabbit, which was not something to stop at. Yeah, like I remember uh, I was dueling this dude. And we were in a local tournament. I went first. I went activate Future Fusion. Let's go to game two. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. Yeah, I mean, Future Fusion has been errated really heavily and it's still a good card, but like. Yeah. Future Fusion used to just send everything immediately. So you just activate Future Fusion, target five headed dragon, send five light and dark dragons to the graveyard. Oh, oh yeah, I just effect, win. Oh yeah, effect of uh, effect of the everything. Eclipse, the effect of the Eclipse Wyverns, which ban- which would which banish now bad. Yeah, yeah, which banished uh, Dark Arm Dragon, and you'd special summon and you'd banish them, special summon Light Pulsar, and which would get you back Dad, and you have three Darks and Graves, special Dad. <laughs> Oh man, you can't see. This is why I really am attracted to this game is because when I hear about old formats and old decks that were, you know, extremely viable and really good at their, you know, perspective times, it's so interesting to me because I never got to experience it. So I'm always so intrigued by old Yu Gi Oh! So intrigued. It's like new Yu-Gi-Oh, it just feels like it's gone to this point where it's just like it's almost becoming like a little too much. A little sacky, it's a little high yeah. rolly. You know. I mean you could always just play some uh some goat. Oh do you God. have any interest in any retro formats? Um, I'm gonna be honest, I have played a little bit of goat, but 
it's just it's not my you know it's not my thing because i would much rather play the actual game because there's no like support you know like prize support it's not like konami has official goat tournaments right right yeah it's kind of like if konami's not supporting it and having like alternative formats i don't really care Yeah, any of the other retro formats like Dino Rabbit? <laughs> yeah, uh, I I enjoy some different retro formats. I I, I really enjoy Goat. I really enjoy 2011 Plant Synchro format. Um, I think that Edison format is pretty underrated, which is around like 2009, and um, a lot of people like the 2014 Nationals format, but I'll be honest, I haven't tried that format yet, so I might have to give that one a try. Hmm. But that's that to me. That's the cool thing about the retro formats is like you can just go back through time. Like, oh, do you want like a tier zero format where you're going to play playing nothing but mirror matches and the most skilled player wins? Okay, well here you can play Teledad, or you can play uh, you could play Dragon Ruler mirrors from 2013. You could play, you know, whatever you know, or if you want to really super diverse meta where you can play tons of different decks some combo heavy some control okay well you know here's this format and this format. you know it's that's the cool thing about retro formats is sure the support's not as strong but you can almost always find somebody willing to play that format you know yeah i mean it's also uh nifty to kind of get a look at uh cards that you wouldn't normally see mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i didn't know what uh half the cards that are I currently are in my goat deck. I didn't know what they did until I started <laughs> playing goat. Yeah. Like pot of greed. Never heard of that card. What's it do? What is no it idea. Do? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's I hear it's pretty complicated. Yeah. So Yep, second most complicated card in the game. Oh no. Okay. I hope you're not right. thinking of the same card I'm thinking of when you're when you're talking about the first most complicated card in the game. I mean, I wasn't thinking about any particular card when I said that. I just said it. <laughs> oh, would you? Okay, wait. You have to have a card in mind when you say that. Nope. Have you, didn't. Have, have you read Pole Position? <laughs> oh my god, Pole Position. Oh, is, Lord, isn't that card? That. Card is like super problematic. It literally caused a rule change in the Konami policy documents, and they cite pole position as an example of how the rule is now changed. I yep. Think, I think my favorite video that MBT has ever made was pole position judge called Turbo. <laughs> that shit is funny. <laughs> that was a great idea. Oh, oh yeah, man, that's, that's, man, that's top dude. level. Oh my gosh, his content is just something else. Dude, I I think uh, Coder had a video like a last week or the week before where it was literally somebody tried to pole position lock somebody and they did not know about the rule change. Oh, and Coder got the biggest kick out of telling them, "I'm sorry, that is not how this works anymore." Unfortunately for you, my good sir, 
That reminds me of this deck a buddy of mine had put together. This is for, like, Kitchen Table Yu-Gi-Oh! Where the deck's entire purpose was to lose. By decking itself out. You did not get the satisfaction of, of winning via attacking directly. <laughs> to be fair, if you deck yourself out, you may as well just be playing Exodia. Dude. I... I've been telling him, stick Exodia in there! <laughs> I used to play a deck at Locals. Um, and the whole goal is, it's pretty much Inferno Tempest Turbo. And, oh my gosh, the amount of deck outs that I've had because of that card in particular is ridiculous. Um, especially now that Necroface went to three, you can do it very, very consistently. I think that's kind of one of the really cool things about Yu-Gi-Oh! Is... The openness of the format, you're not, like, pigeonholed into, like, oh, well, you know, there's a two-year gap, and this is all you were playing from is these two years. Mm-hmm. Um, is or, that how Pokemon is? Right. I Just think about. Magic is also fairly close to that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Which is why it's, like, I like that. Oh, what's that? This common from, like, 2004? Yeah, they're $19 now because it's being seen playing them at a deck for no reason. Yeah. A la Smoke Grenade of the Thief. So ridiculous. Yeah, but you usually, usually in quotation marks here with like an asterisk, Konami's pretty good about, oh, this card we haven't printed in 10 years is now seeing use. Let's reprint it real quick. Yeah, throw it in an OTS pack. Yeah, or yeah. something like that. Usually in, in quotation marks with an asterisk. Looking at you, Chimera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very, very yeah. true. Oh, earlier I was uh, talking to an old friend of mine. This You actually just, uh, the pole position comment reminded me of this. And <laughs> he reminded me of the time he beat my Chaos Dragon, the one time he's ever done it, he beat my Chaos Dragon deck using the Yusei starter deck. So what? I had just... Yeah, I had just gotten max C. He went first, and I max C'd. He was like, what's that do? And I read, he goes, hold on. And he thinks about it. Finds an infinite summon loop. Yeah, because at the time I had a monster who was 100 points bigger than his Colossal Fighter. So he made Colossal Fighter and just kept ramming it. It do be like that. That's why. That's why they're running Colossal Fighter in the OCG. Yeah, and I, yeah. So so he so like he did the first time. Send to the graveyard, and I was like, okay, cool. And he went activate effect Colossal Fighter. Okay, get your free warrior, and he brings it back out. And I was like, wait a minute, hold up. And I read it. Oh no. <laughs> yep. Oh. It do be and do indeed be like that. Only way that deck could could ever be could ever do that. So, oh man. Yu-Gi-Oh. We're gonna take a yeah Yu-Gi-Oh. We're gonna take uh we're gonna take a quick second to talk about our sponsor, which is Enter the Battlefield Games in Alexandria, Louisiana. They are our locals. Uh, I say they're our locals. They're like almost an hour away, but it's that's as local as it gets for us. Our choice is either there or driving an hour and a half in the opposite direction. To yeah. Go to, uh, to go to uh, Shreveport. Yeah, it's not easy, but. We're very thankful to have a great little community there and uh, a great shop owner who is very supportive of his community and he loves, you know, 
helping out in any way that he can, and that includes sponsoring this podcast. So with, Super cool, good dude. Absolutely. So with that, if there's anything that you need for any of your card game needs for Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, whether you need sleeves, whether you need accessories, deck boxes, binders, you can find it all at etbgames.com. Their link is in the description below. Please be sure to check it out. So, um, a bit of a topic change for you. Uh, I did want to talk about... So, uh, for those that don't know, for those that don't follow you on Twitter, you are a very large individual. Oh, yeah. And not in the way that most Yu-Gi-Oh! players are large. You have muscle mass as composed as opposed to what I like to call table muscle. Exactly. <laughs> and we can say that because we both have significant table muscle. Oh yeah. Mm. So we were wondering, can you do you have any tips for us to lose this flab and get some ab? Uh yeah, I could so weight loss and fat loss are two completely different things. Um I were to sit down and help somebody achieve like a physique goal or a fitness goal. Um, it all comes down to consistency. Um, right. It, it really does. Because you have to realize that if you want to make a change in your life, you're going to have to change a lot of habits that you have going right. on. Like, you need to be in a specific mindset to reach your goals. You're not going to get results overnight. And it's very, very discouraging. A lot of people don't understand how discouraging it is when you set physique and fitness goals. Because it takes so long. Right. I so, oh go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, uh, my wife has been dieting for, and I, I don't share this a lot, but um, she's been dieting for about a little over a year now, mm-hmm. and you know, there's times when like she's really struggling, and there's other times when it's just like, oh man, I just hit that new like that new ten pound mark, you know, I'm mm-hmm. like down into the next little mini category that I set for myself and it's like let's go you know it's just I think that part of that getting through that discouragement is just like maybe set like smaller more realistic goals that you can hit like on a more realistic basis you know yeah of course uh with the thing is with weight loss and fat loss it's just like it's very hard I'm still struggling with a little bit of baby fat that I have on me and I've been doing this for quite a while now um Because the way your body works, um, it fat is a, a source of fuel for your body, as well as muscle. Uh, a lot of people don't know that. And then there's also, obviously, everything that you ingest, protein, carbs, that's energy. Your body uses it for fuel. Um, right. So the thing is, how fat loss works is your body will tap into those fat uh, storages, and it will kind of like eat away at it. Um, but the thing with fat loss and weight loss in general, you have to be in a caloric deficit and it's very, very hard to track food, especially when you're making home meals. 
and you don't yes. know how many calories you're consuming. And there's a lot of things that uh, around us that are really hard to, uh, you know, track. Um, it also sucks because cheap food is, you know, terrible really for you. Easy. Yeah, it's really easy to come by. And it's just because we, as human beings, by nature, are lazy. We are very, very lazy. Um, I mean, you're, you're not telling us anything we don't know. <laughs> we, you know, we want to go out and, you know, oh, sometimes you get off your shift and you don't want to make food. You want something quick and fast and easy and cheap. Okay, well, this is starting to feel a little personal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh lord! Oh, I was literally well, on my way home this morning, this evening from work. And I was like, okay, gotta get in the studio real quick. Gotta get ready to record. And I was like, let's go to Whataburger. And I was like, oh no, yeah, I have, I have I have turkey chili at home with with uh, fat free cheese. Let's do that. So the thing is, also a lot of people get so stuck up on dieting. Dieting is important. Um, if you're trying to reach a specific goal weight and, you know, fat loss, but I'm just going to tell you how it is. Um, eating extremely healthy isn't going to necessarily get you to that goal. You're allowed to eat cheat meals. You're allowed to eat, you know, bad food every now and then, you know, if, if you, you know, are craving something, eat it. As long as it fits your calories. That's the thing. But you also have to remember that what you put in is what you get out. So I personally don't like to eat lots of fast food because I feel like crap. You know, other people are different. But sometimes I'll eat something really bad in the morning. Like one time... I just wanted some, I wanted to make chicken. I got to make chicken and fries. And I, I was like, man, I feel gross. Like this breakfast of champions. <laughs> but, um, it really all comes down to like how much you're eating and binge eating is a, uh, is a huge issue that a lot of people have. It's just like you sit down and you're like, you know, watching YouTube and you're just eating chips or eating Something that's really high in saturated fats and all these processed, you know, ingredients and oils. I don't know. It's just kind of like being more aware of what you're putting into your body. Like, I, I don't drink soda. Um, I don't really... I'm not a sweet person anymore. Like, I don't really like sweets. I don't like cakes and stuff. But ice cream. Ice cream is a different story. Um... So I guess back to like the main point of things is you really have to be hard on yourself. Uh, not too hard on yourself to the point that it's like, it, you know, brings you anxiety and all the other, you know, playing with your head, you know, right. you gotta, you just gotta stick with it because it is a long process. If you're so, setting like ridiculous expectations for yourself, like I want to lose 30 pounds in a month, I mean, I'm not going to say you can't do it, but that's really, really tough. That's really aggressive. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's I mean, just, I mean, what are you going to do after that? Fight a bear, Jesus. Yeah, exactly. 
it's you to need be fair, to set the Don probably expectations. Could. <laughs> you need to set realistic expectations for yourself. Um, so on the basis of those realistic expectations, for somebody that lives a fairly sedentary lifestyle and wants to go from, um, you know, wants to take that first step towards, um, you know, living a more active lifestyle, trying to get better about working out and be more fit with their life. What are some basic things that they can do? Not, not just diet and exercise, not like not just diet wise, you know, the the diet's kind of the first step and that's, In my opinion, anyway, in a lot of ways, that's like where you need to start. What is what is the first road on the way to being able to do the one punch band workout <laughs> every so, day? If if we want to break it down to what is the first thing you got to do, you need to have a goal. You need to have a goal, and you need to stick with that goal. You need to stay in the a good mindset and tell yourself I'm going to get this goal. And it gets hard. It really does get hard. I this is extremely personal and I don't really talk about this a lot, but one of the main reasons why I'm so involved in fitness is because I've hated myself for the longest time. I hate it when I was growing up, I always felt like I was kind of like an outcast. I was one of the I was the tallest person in my class, went to private school. I was huge. Kids were eating cheese and crackers during recess and I'm eating full ass burritos. Like I have always been a very, very large kid. I weighed two hundred and sixty mm, pounds my freshman burrito. year of high school. Um, I constantly was picked on, made fun of, you know, I, I got tired of it. I hated looking at myself. I never wanted to take my shirt off. And I feel like this is a thing that a lot of males struggle with is they're very self-conscious of their bodies and they, I know a lot of people can relate to where I'm coming from, where you don't want to take your shirt off and, you know, going swimming brings a lot of anxiety and stress and it's like do i even want to go swimming like that means i have to take my shirt off oh people are gonna think of me funny for you know they think i'm fat because i'm not gonna take my shirt off it's it's really really hard and i still struggle with it today it is so bad that i have it like ingrained in my head even though i'm in a very very good physique right now i still have issues with it 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 really is sad absolutely Um, um I see. I I, I can kind of relate to where you're coming from. Uh, when I got out of high school, uh, I went on a streak where I was working out for about three hours a day every day, uh, just in like an effort to change who I was and who I viewed myself as. Um, in a lot of the same ways, uh, and a lot of that's based in uh, the anxiety of the way people view me and how I feel about the way I look. Uh, So I think that setting a realistic goal, like you said, is probably the first step. And there's also something 
to be said for understanding that at the end of the day, um, you you are who you are. And I, you know, I'm not I'm not saying that to say that like somebody can't um, be who they want to be, mm-hmm. but um, in in the sense of like you know, you're living in your own skin, and uh, you know, at the end of the day, the best thing might be to, uh, you know, if if it's getting your if the thing that will make you feel comfortable in your own skin is to, you know go through the process of getting your body to where you're happy with it, you know, uh, then the first step you can do is to set that goal, you know? Oh yeah. Uh, growing up, like whenever I was in high school, I had the same kind of problem that you had where I ate a lot, but I was also in marching band. Uh, so during the marching season, I would lose a bunch of weight Mm -hmm. and then just gain it back and then lose it again. And it was like that for four years. Yeah. Yeah. Four grueling sweaty years i completely understand where you're coming from um and the thing was that's very frustrating is i have always been so involved in sports always and i'm still i was still huge i hated it because i just ate so much and i just was not you know i didn't care at the time obviously when you're in high school and you're like in middle school it's a different story but when you get to that age you know i want to say like you're more of like an adult and you can be more aware of what you're consuming you know well especially when you live on your own that's the one thing i will say living on your own oh yeah you're in control of what you eat when you live with your parents they're just making meals and you're just eating it because you're hungry (laughs) oh yeah um so back to what i was saying Setting a goal. Step one, set a goal. It can be a long-term, it can be short-term. I don't care. But you need to sit yourself down and you need to tell tell yourself, I can do this. Why am I doing this? And in my own personal opinion, the best way to stick to a goal is to write it down. If you come up with an idea, Say this podcast. Say you just kept saying, I want to do a podcast one day. I want to do a podcast one day. I want to do a podcast one day. In your head. You have the seed, right? Mm-hmm. But you never plant it. You can keep telling yourself you want to do a podcast. You keep wanting to do something. But if you're not actively nurturing that seed, watering it, you know, giving it the nutrients that it needs to grow into something beautiful, you're never going to, you know, the seed's just going to sit there. It, th- what's the point? You can talk all you want. You can, ca- you know, have these ideas. But if you're not actively trying to do something, progress towards a goal, you're never going to hit it. I, I wrote down my goals and I started accomplishing everything I've ever wanted to. I figured out what I wanted to do with my life. I figured out my major. You know, I figured out. Who do I want to be around? You know, I'm gonna top a YCS one day. I I wrote it down. I'm gonna do it. I don't. I you know, I can make all these excuses for myself, but I will do it one day. It's gonna happen. <laughs> but I seriously suggest to anybody watching this, if you have a goal, 
you need to sit yourself down and you need to be real with yourself. No more excuses. You need to, you know, strap in. Let's get it done. That is such a really great positive mindset to have. Um, I know a lot of times on Twitter, which this is actually the way we connected. uh, I was having... I had a, actually I had a rough tournament uh, that day. I went like two, three, one. I just had a horrible day, yeah. and I was feeling really down about myself. And I was like, you know what? This sucks, bro. Like, you were absolutely devastated. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna put it out there. Like, I'm gonna put it in writing. Like, you know, in a, in a sense, I didn't actually like physically pen and paper, but like, I was like, so I put it out there on Twitter, and I was like, yo, this sucks. This is it? I'm done being. I'm done sucking at the game. Like I want to actually be better, you know. Yeah. And uh, I had seen one of your Twitter posts, which, um, for those that don't know, your Twitter account is like one of my favorites. I, it's honestly, it's so much just positive content and you know positivity a lot of times uh, that I, I just I love it. Uh, every time I see it pop up, I'm just happy. And you had just happened to make a post right like just a few minutes after about just like um, staying positive and like achieving your goals and stuff. And I was like, you're damn right I will. (laughs) You know, it's like it was exactly what I needed to hear when I needed to hear it. Heck yeah, sibling. Thank you for that. Really, you know, appreciate like everybody that I interact with and I just want to that's my goal in life is I want to help people you know you're worth it I want everybody to think you're worth it like if you're having a bad day you're gonna get through it like because life's rough life's rough man I could go on about my story and all the issues that I've dealt with I really could I don't know if it's appropriate to but I you know, I. I mean, we're here, buddy. I mean, friends. whatever you want to talk about, we're here to, you know, listen oh, yeah. and talk. Oh yeah. One I of mean, my closest friends committed suicide this year, and geez. I was devastated. I still am devastated. Do you know how hard it is? Yu-Gi-Oh is one of the hardest things for me to do right now because every time I think about it, I think about Aaron. Aaron loved Yu-Gi-Oh. That's how I met him. Um, when I first moved back to California. Uh, Aaron was my closest friend. Uh, he got me into a great friend group. He got me into Yu-Gi-Oh! And, you know, he he played Prank Kids and Black Wings. Those were his favorite decks. And Mar- March, I want to say 22nd, drove out and did the deed. And he never got to play. He always wanted prank kids. He always used to say, we need a link one. We need a link one. We need a link one. They print a link one. And he never got to play with it. And it's really, really sad that, you know, he's not here anymore. And Yu-Gi-Oh! has just become this thing where it's like, man, it's hard for me to sit down and play this game now. Because it, it, I have a lot of emotional value towards it. But at the same time, I, I kind of think like, you know, Aaron wants me to keep going because he, he loved that I like started blowing up on YouTube and 
Twitch and whatnot, getting all these, you know, interactions with people. It's just, it's tough. It really is tough. Like life's life, you know, beats us down, but you just got to get up. You got to keep going. You just got to keep going. Cause you don't want to give up, man. Like, and I, I don't mean this like in a bad way, you know, but like, if you give up, you got all these people around you that care about you. And oh yeah. If if you're gone, it's like you affect everybody around you. Like there, I I've I've had those dark thoughts. I think we all have. We've all had those dark thoughts, you know. And they can get the best of us, but it's all in your head. It's all in your head, and that's why I really believe that like fitness and health is very very important to us as human beings because we need to have little goals that we set for ourselves you know living a healthy lifestyle is great you know you feel better about yourself every day like you're like oh i'm looking you know i'm looking kind of swole oh is that do i see some ab action going on you know you know what i mean oh i hit that goal Ooh. weight congratulations yeah. oh no like, like you get in that mirror and you see any and you, and you have that moment of i could grate cheese on these abs <laughs> yeah i got test i just grab watch <laughs> The wa- the um, washboard abs, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Get get mistaken for an actual washboard in a uh, in a uh, Cajun band. <laughs> uh, on, on a more lighter note, um, I mean, because I mean, because everyone everyone has these dark moments, these bad situations that happen, and I've just kind of always taken it as a it's just a just a low point in in this long story called life. Mm-hmm. You get to decide whether or not, uh, uh, you get to decide which direction it takes. Mm-hmm. Um, cause, you know, cause, like, I'm trying to think of the exact storyline. Okay, like, let's take, uh, the main character from 5Ds. We don't have, know anything about his parents as far as I know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you yeah, but you say had all this bad stuff happen to him one after the other after the other. And he used that and pushed himself into becoming the king of games of five D's. Mm-hmm. You just mm-hmm. got to have that drive, that push. Yeah. And that's the issue is people love to give up because they're not getting to where they want to be. But, you know. We have those days. I have those days. I literally wrote a huge Twitter thread about how bad my mental health has been this year. And how bad, like, everything was for me at the time. But I bounced back. I feel great now. I'm not having, like, horrible anxiety. And, you know, it. like I said, it, you just gotta stick with it. You gotta, it's all a game in your head. And you gotta, like, it's like... Throw hands. Throw hands with yourself. <laughs> Get in there. <laughs> you know, uh... Why is he off? Wait, yeah. no. Okay, did, wait. Did, we're not gonna Mike Tyson it. Yeah, I about to say, didn't Mike Tyson get thrown out of boxing for that? <laughs> he did. You know, a lot of what you're saying... A lot of what you're saying hits really close to home for me, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know... Sometimes it's not easy being in your own head, you know? Yeah. Um, especially whenever that douchebag is uh is right. Hey, brain's, <sighs> got, brain's got hands, guys. Brain brain can throw in the work on you sometimes. That's all I got. Brain say. knows where you're at. He knows. Yeah. Brain, brain knows what just what to say. Listen, oh, yeah. listen. You're cut. 
listen, listen, you're coming there with your with your green belt and your brain sitting there throwing judo. Oh yeah. I just a lot of it hits home, you know. I've I've had those thoughts and um the last time I seriously had those thoughts was right when I started college, you know. Uh and that was what I started doing. That was when I started getting into the gym like three hours a day, you know. Uh and honestly, that worked so well for me just to pound it out of my head, you know, like that was a lot of when I fell into that and I, I fell into it more as like a crutch than an actual um uh like it was more like a coping thing. Uh I found I would go to the gym just like Anytime I was like, I, I need you to go lift weights right now. <laughs> but um, it worked, though. And like by the end of that semester, I was like, I was only like probably 20 pounds lighter in like actual weight. Yeah. But uh, I, I probably lost like six inches on the waist. Wow. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. My, my pants size dropped from like about like a 44 ish or 42 to like, like a 36 ish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I, I was like, I came out of it just feeling better. You know what I mean? Just, just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just like, this is more me, you know? Yeah. And I was yeah. like, it was like, you know, 18, 19 years old. And it's like, okay. I'm like, I feel like I'm getting a grip on things and things are moving in the right direction. I felt good. You oh, know? Yeah. And that, that was the, and I don't really go to the gym anymore, but for me, that was actually, you know, in my darker time, that was that was what I used to help me through it. So um, just everything you're saying is uh, I, I'm not going to say I've been through everything you've been through, but, uh, you know, it has it hits a lot closer to home than. Uh, that a lot. It, this is all hitting a lot deeper and a lot closer to home than I, I thought any of us. Yeah, I really yeah. anticipated going tonight. But, oh, yeah. Uh, um, I appreciate all the things you've said for sure. Oh, oh yeah. of course. And like, I, I'm not going to get it completely into the details, but I do believe um, just addressing what happened with my friend is something that a lot of people, you know, should understand like why I've been acting the way I have been. And it's just like, just don't give up. You got so many people that care about you and love you. I don't care who you are. Like, reach out too. Like, if you're having a bad day, you know, reach out. Just reach oh, out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. You know. Uh. About a year ago, back when lockdown first happened, COVID was going everywhere. Uh. My grandfather had actually got it, and due to complicate, he he got it. Went to the hospital. Uh, was able to fight it off, but then he passed away from uh, from you know his immune system being shot from it and everything else. Just all just years catching up to him. Um, you know, afterward, I, I was also in a pretty dark place. And then Sonny here was like, "Hey, hey, man, we should get back into Yu-Gi-Oh." And I was, and I was skeptical at first. Um, and then that face he made whenever the first time that we uh. That uh, I that uh, I was playing Shadal through the structure deck when I, that face made whenever I made a window set four, set five pass. It's not a pleasant face. That face. <laughs> oh, I immediately felt a thousand times better because then I was like, I 
because then it because uh, then I had all these memories of the the most deepest one that came back was the uh, Activate Future Fusion scoop. <laughs> I don't know how Winda set four pass makes anybody feel better about themselves, but yeah. hey, you hey, listen, whatever it does, <laughs> whatever, um, whatever it does, it you, you know, you do you, man. Yeah, it, it was the it was the uh, that you did just brought back these memories of of the kitchen table dueling. I'm still doing uh thinking about it. That was rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, cuz like you know, it if you know, it flashed me back to when it was me, you and Jason just at at my kitchen table. It's a long time ago. Yeah, you know, and all these great memories came flooding back and well, Now, now I'm not saying that'll work for everyone, but Well, I I want people to know that we are always here. We are here on our Discord server. We are here on Twitter. And for anybody that ever needs somebody to reach out to and talk to about anything, whether you just whether you got stuff going on or you just need a friend, whatever, always feel free to reach out and talk to somebody. You know, uh, we're always here for you. And uh, even if you just need a quick game to do something else. Yeah. <laughs> and so. one thing I did want to touch on. Um, is with certain situations in life, um, you have to remember it all boils down to how do you react to these situations? Like, are you going to take it and make this a big ordeal? Like, obviously certain things you have, you can get, it's fair to be stressed about, but you have to understand, like, at the end of the day, life is always, you know, it's always happening, right? <laughs> we we can't right. stop like it's like you know, it's like certain that, things that happen. It's like that song from the movie Shrek. The ears <laughs> start coming and they don't stop 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 coming. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um I just wanna say though, like, I'm gonna go back to what I said at the beginning. Step one, let's write your goals down. Write your goal down, stick with it. It's going to be tough. You got to be persistent and consistent with it. But you can do it. You, you, yeah. it, it all comes down to you. You can't blame it. If you start making you know, excuses and blaming it on other people, that's, that's, not, that's not your goal. You know? That's it's not in your control you gotta it's gotta be something that you know you can make you know you're in control of you gotta decide because it's about you baby you know you gotta do what makes you happy absolutely oh yeah uh getting back on the topic of uh fitness um what is a good like no machine just workouts you can do in your living room what's like a good workout routine you would recommend people start with oh um, one thing that a lot of people get really confused about when it comes to starting with fitness is just how to start. And how to start is really, really tough because there's so your body is composed of, of so many muscles and muscle fibers and tissues that a lot of people don't even know like what to work out or what they're working out, you know? Very true. And if you were to start at home, my first suggestion, okay, first thing I want to say before I, I really say like a good workout plan is if you live a very, uh, what is it, sedit, sedit, 
sedentary life. Sedentary. Yeah, sedentary. Yeah. And you have never worked out before, maybe in like PE class or, you know, like you haven't worked out since PE class in high school or middle school, right? You don't. That would be out. me. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best first step is to just go out and start walking, go on hikes, just start walking. Like it doesn't even matter where you, you know, walk a mile, walk around the block. You just got to get your body used to having, like, you know, and your heart rate going up, getting a little sweat going. You know what that's, I mean? That's the key, if I'm not mistaken, right, is uh, getting the heart rate somewhat elevated. Yeah. Um, so walk 500 miles and walk 500 more. Um, so getting, you know, getting used to, like, oh, this burning sensation in my, in my legs. Ooh, you know. You should see a doctor about that. <laughs> oh trust me i need to um, oh but man no oh boy it's, it's my left foot but we'll talk about that uh that that's that, that <laughs> let's not talk let's not talk about uh, that's about the an off recording topic yeah um so if like i said just start walking go on your bicycle go for a little bike ride you just got to get your heart rate going you got to get used to you know Taking more steps than usual, you know, you got to work, you got to work a little bit to like hit uh, fitness goals. So if you've never worked out before, I don't want you to go to the gym and bust out, you know, squ heavy squats or bench press or deadlifts. Like, I don't, I don't want you to do that. You need to get used to like, your body needs to get like rewired because you've been living such a sedentary lifestyle. So like I said, go out, walk, go for a little jog. Go for a run, even. Go, you know, do something that's like, you know, get a little sweat going. Skateboard. I don't care. One of the best things I actually, um, I wanted to do a research paper on it, but Pokemon Go got a lot of sedentary people off their ass in moving. And I know because we're all nerds. You play, if you're right. playing Yu-Gi-Oh, you're a nerd. I don't care what any of you say in the comments. You're a nerd. <laughs> We're hold, all nerds. We're nerds together. <laughs> There's different uh, types of nerds. <laughs> Still, you get what I'm saying. Go play Pokemon Go. I seriously think Pokemon Go is really beneficial for a lot of people. Because don't it gets play from people. your car. Yeah, yeah, don't play from your car or else you're a little baby. But... It gets people walking, you know. It it gets people started. I really think Pokemon Go is a great thing for uh you know, a lot of human beings. Uh especially when it first came out. It was booming. There were so many people. I'd see people from every walk of life. Old people, overweight people, skinny people, nerds, jacked people, kids, you know, parents. Like it was ridiculous. Pokemon Go was huge um, and they've added a lot of features to really encourage uh more walking and stuff i know that they added in all the connectivity with like apple health and stuff if you have an iphone to where like it tracks all the steps you take towards like hatching eggs and stuff like that oh yeah neat very, very cool 
very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I we need were... get a Fitbit, you don't need a Fitbit. It just tracks it on the phone, bouncing around in your pocket as as a pedometer step. Yeah, I know, but yeah. also like do heart rate and stuff. Oh, oh yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. You... I, I have an Android. Ah, uh, um, so back to like starting a workout. Um, if you were to start at home, there are a couple different things that you can do. Let's just pretend you have no weights and you don't have anything. Um, there are a lot of good cardiovascular exercises that you can do at home. Uh, jumping jacks, jump rope, uh, mountain climbers, planks, um, crunches, push-ups. And I don't, I don't like to call them girl push-ups because I just think that's like really, really like rude. But like you could do push-ups on your knees if you don't have the, you know, strength to get, you know, going for a push. Because a lot of people can't actually do a push-up with good form. Like, I'm talking... I would say, when it it comes to something like um, push-ups and uh, even something like squats especially, um, it's so, so important to have proper form. Oh yeah, without yeah. a good form, you're going to be looking like a duck. I mean, it's not I, even that. It's like it doesn't properly work out the muscles if you don't hold a good form when you do oh, yeah. it. You could even do body weight, you know, air squats. Great, mm-hmm. great way to like start building strength in your legs. Um, <clears throat> squats work out so much of your body. A lot of people don't realize how beneficial squats are for you. Oh, squats are so good. They obviously everything from the hips down but then uh i mean they'll work your lower back and i mean all kinds of things your you know your glutes everything yeah oh, um yeah. i there's a lot of at home exercises that you can do and i seriously want to say you could honestly just go on youtube or just type in Dude, i was home, just about to say that at home you know workouts no weights there there's yeah if you just type in like body weight workout on youtube you'll get so many great little like and it's it's the greatest because they'll be like all right like five minute power workout you do like all these exercises like do this one for 30 seconds do this one for 30 seconds and it's just five minutes of power going my favorite ones are the ones where the where they'll be where they'll start doing was like listen listen this is gonna hurt like like a like a mamma jamma I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> if you want to scream, feel free. And they'll start doing go out as they're doing it. I've never seen that. Oh my god, it's hilarious. But uh, yeah, that 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 really helped. Like I I, I personally find that that kind of thing would probably help a lot because then it's like, oh, it's not that easy. Because <laughs> this person because this person looks really fit is having a hard time. So be it's very- fine if I have a hard time. It's it can be very discouraging too. To that's another thing that I think a lot of people don't realize is it is very discouraging to walk into a gym surrounded with people that look, you know, in your head you're like, wow, these people are in such good shape. They're probably going to be making fun. Oh yeah. No, don't get me wrong. There are pieces of shit out there. There are humans are evil. There's evil people out there, and they will judge you. But not everybody's like that. Most of the people in there, they started somewhere. Like Exactly. I get people that look at me and, you know, I get people that 
ask me things. I get all sorts of different questions and remarks at the gym and looks. But you have to remember, everybody started somewhere. Everybody started somewhere. I'll never forget right when I first started at the gym. Then I was I was at the gym on the Louisiana State University campus. This is a big gym with a lot of good looking people. And I was just starting out and I got real nervous and I was like, I'm, I'm doing stuff wrong. And I looked around, uh, walked over to the biggest, most yoked up dude that was there. And I had seen him there. He's, he was there multiple hours a night, every single night. It's like, dude, what am I doing wrong? He was yeah. like, what day are you on? I was like, like four. I was like, he was like, you feel burning? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, you're doing something right. And I, like, I was, like, showing him different things I was doing. He's like, okay, here's what you do. You know, and he was, like, walking me through, like, kind of some of the things that he does. And he was like, you're on a great path. He was like, just keep, he's like, just the best thing to do is just be consistent. Just do, just keep coming every day. And he's like, as long as you keep doing some of these things that I showed you tonight, he's like, you're just gonna, he's like, you'll be great. This reminds me of a story of there, there's a, there's a, there's a gym bro and a uh, not gym bro. Um, and not Jim bro wanted to go, you know, want to go to the gym and work out, but he was, uh, really embarrassed because everyone's going to laugh at him and his dude and his dude bro was like, don't worry, bro. I got you. <laughs> and every day showed up in a, and every day, uh, both of them would go to the gym and Jim bro would show up every single day in a different dress. Yep. I've seen that. That's a true story. <laughs> yep. Pictures and everything. Dude, showed uh-huh. up. dude, dude was hyper fit. And he showed up to the gym every day and worked out with his buddy in a dress. Different sundresses every day. Yep. Never wore the same one twice. <laughs> um, and yeah, and his friend even made the comment that it made him feel better because he because no one's looking at him whenever his best friend is sitting there, you know, three hundred pounds of raw muscle in a in a pretty flowery sundress. <laughs> I feel like I have seen that like a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, I saw I saw this back in like 2013, I think. So, and I think that this goals discussion goes well for uh, not just fitness goals, health goals. It also goes well for Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, you know, you mentioned earlier, you, you know, you've set a goal. You want a top of YCS. <laughs> you want a top four. You want to get top four at your locals. <laughs> yep, yep. So me, me and Caleb have put our own little goals in the general chat here in the Discord server. We wanted to put it there in general chat for everybody to see it and everybody to know, hey, this is a goal that we have set for ourselves. Uh, I've chosen the same goal as you. I would like to top a YCS. Uh, I haven't topped a regional yet, but I mean, that's, you know, that's just the first step in my journey. I just want to get top four locals once. I've done it once before. Ooh, the high you get from that. <laughs> uh, as somebody, like, I don't want to hype myself up. I have won a lot of locals in my life. Um, more than I can remember. Uh, just because I do believe that I am actually a good duelist. It's just when it comes down to that setting where you sit down at a regional. Excuse me. I shouldn't even say top of YCS. I want to top a regional. That that's my big goal. I just want to get my invite. That just sounds so amazing to me. Um, topping a YCS is a different story. <laughs> that, that's mm. that. 
that's going to take some time. Um, especially, especially right now. Yeah, of course, of course. All goals take time. Um, I would say I'm a decent duelist, but I know that I have a lot of work to do. Uh, I need to understand how, you know, sometimes you also have to sit down and think, it wasn't like, oh, is this optimal or was this the correct line of play? Sometimes you just have to remember this game is RNG. <laughs> when you draw your is. starting hand, that is, you know, deal with the cards you're dealt. <laughs> sometimes you brick. Sometimes there's nothing you can do. Sometimes you literally just lose because of dice roll. You cannot. Oh, yeah. Get upset at yourself for things you can't control. It absolutely do be like that. Yeah. Um. Another very important thing that's that's really important for both Yu-Gi-Oh and working out: drink plenty of water, hydrate. It's pretty critical. You know. You know. Because you're round three. Uh, of a, you know of a eight person tournament and you're dehydrated you ain't thinking eight straight round tournament yeah an eight round tournament and you dehydrate you ain't thinking straight you gonna you gonna be like I activate uh I activate schism and I'm gonna I'm gonna fuse for Krista oh looks at extra deck I took Krista <laughs> out I mean why are you schisming into Krista to be <laughs> you like that point you're like way past dehydrated you're like because because uh, I already have a window on board, and my opponent has nothing else, I'm like, might as well go ahead and make a Grista here and have an Ash Blossom in Grave. Sounds like you're just trying to be extra. Hmm. Pretty much! <laughs> I have, in fact, done that. I really am glad that you guys wrote down your goal, because that is the first step. It really is, and I'm telling everybody that's watching this, you gotta write your goals down, and you gotta pursue them. You just gotta on, get after it, man. Write it on a sticky note, slap that sucker on a mirror. Let's go! Oh yeah, see it every day. You gotta you gotta have passion and a drive for what you're doing. Right. My other goal is to uh my other goal is podcast related. I wanna have the biggest podcast in the Yu-Gi-Oh space. Oh yeah. And it's it's doable, you just gotta keep reaching out. It's one hundred percent doable. You know? Oh yeah, no, no. Like, like I, I imagine by this point we would just now, like at this point in the podcast, we'd be just now getting to like triple digits, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like yeah. just getting up to a hundred, like total plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're averaging around one hundred and eighty per episode right now, which for yeah, us is like yeah, well, already far and far surpasses what we what I was ever expecting to get, even within the next six months. Yeah, for yeah. us it's crazy because it's like. Uh, I mean, like, it's not just like, you know, oh, we'll have one episode that'll hit like, you know, it's, it's like the podcasting space is really different from YouTube because our numbers are like a lot more modest, but they're a lot more consistent. So it's like, we might get, you know, our big episode might blow up for us and might get like, you know, say, cause I know we were running like, we were running in like the one, like around like 90 to a hundreds area. And then we had Skyhawk on, and we jumped, our numbers jumped to like 140. But then we were getting 140 like every episode, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's 
from the here it's been just organic growth but i mean oh, it's yeah. like it's like 140 and 150 and then 180 and it's like consistent every episode for weeks at a time so mm-hmm. it's it's but we, we don't ever have like that um and i mean if we had somebody like crazy on like far or something it might but like uh like we don't it's not like youtube where like you'll just have one video that'll just like blow up for like three thousand four thousand plays you know for no reason yeah it says it's it's pretty modest but it's well I'll it's make sure really to, steady i'll make sure to po- post something on my channel and um, it should this podcast in particular i feel like will do very well because i haven't posted anything on my channel in a minute so you know <laughs> Fair if somebody enough. sees something that I uploaded or posted something, it's probably going to get a decent amount of uh, interaction. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. And that reminds us, uh, we are actually on the wrap-up here. Um, so for those that want to view your content and your material, how do they do that? Where can they find you? So, um, my YouTube channel is pretty basic. It is, uh, the Don Juan and it has a picture of me and like Farfa and MBT and a pickle. Uh, I only have like 6k subs. My goal is actually to hit 10k by the end of the year. Um, that, but obviously I, I'm going to give you guys a great example of like back to what we were talking about. I'm not trying, like, I'm not actively doing anything to get that right now which is shame on me and i have a lot of stuff going on but i will reach it i'm gonna reach it before 2022 i i know i will um find me on youtube the don juan uh twitch i stream randomly uh that's gonna change soon once i move into my house uh at don the juan because the don juan is taken on twitch and then Twitter, hmm. you can follow me on Twitter at the Don Juan. Um, I'm pretty active on Twitter. Post a lot of positivity and my workouts, and I'm I will always respond to DMs and messages on Twitter. But yeah, awesome. I have noticed that you are very active on Twitter, as I said earlier, and I gotta say, uh, like I like I said before, it has been an absolute like treat to be following you on twitter it's really great i really appreciate that i i just want because my my whole goal in life uh chiropractor slash physical therapist haven't really made up my mind on it yet um i just want to help people i want to i want to make i want people to make positive healthy change in their lifestyles i don't want people to think that you know their life sucks and everything is lame. Like I want you to feel like inspired to like make change in your life. Good, healthy change. I want you to live a better life. So, oh yeah. It's well, I think you're well on your way to helping oh, people yeah, do that. that, I, really that. I mean, just that whole view is as a very young Keanu Reeves would say, totally excellent dudes. It's definitely a positive mindset to have, and it's definitely more of what this world needs, I think. Um, that is going to wrap us up for today. Thank you so much for coming on and talking with us, Don. Thank you for opening up with us and chatting and, you know, uh, being, in my opinion, a positive encouragement to the community as a whole. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, quick little on the out. Uh, 
we want to thank everybody for listening to today's episode. We want to ask a few things of you, the listeners. That's right. I'm calling you out. So, especially you, uh, Dave. Exactly, Dave. Um, if there's a Dave listening to this, I'm sorry. I'm not. This is a personal. I'm coming at you. So, what we need is if you're listening on Apple iTunes, please leave us a rating and a review. We have gotten some really, really, really kind reviews over the last few days and weeks. Uh, we've gotten nothing but five star ratings, which we're so thankful for. So, to all of you that have left us ratings and reviews, thank you. It helps us with the Apple Podcasts algorithm, which I know everybody's tired of hearing the word algorithm, but it does help. Um, we ask that if you're on Spotify, you can click the little check mark or the little plus mark, whatever it is. You can follow us. Uh, that way, it automatically pops up in your little feed. Every time that we post an episode, it'll let you know, uh, give you updates. It means the world to us. Um, ask that you check out our sister YouTube channel, Team Dark Arm Dealings. Their link will be in the description. Uh, check out ETB Games. Their link is in the description. And the biggest thing is join our Discord server. We have found that uh, huh. we're still on Twitter a lot. Uh, I mostly run the Twitter account at Top Cut Podcast. Follow us there too. Um, Caleb is on his Twitter at JamTheMan17. But, oh man, we're in the Discord a lot. And we have found that, that is a gr- is, it has become a great, fun little community. Uh, I think we've got like 50, 60 people in there right now. Uh, there's remote duels going all the time. Uh, pretty soon we're going to have our first remote duel tournament coming up, uh, hosted by, well, us. Um, and it's it's an exciting place to be. Uh, and, you know, it's it, it's cool to get in on the ground floor while we're still growing and still becoming the best that we can be. So thank you, everybody. Thank you again, the Don, for coming on. It means the world to us that you would uh, you actually reached out to us and wanted to come on, and uh, that's it means a lot. So thank you for that. No, I really do appreciate you guys letting me uh, come on and talk for a while. Uh, I feel like, wow, time flew by. Honestly, like I know, right? It I always like does. Could, I we could keep talking <laughs> for a while, but we probably not shouldn't. Lie, I I. <laughs> I I worked out for three hours today and I smell and I really want to go take a shower. So. <laughs> that's perfect. That's, that's perfectly acceptable. It's okay, I worked all day and then I've got to be up in like five and a half, six hours. So. Oh Understandable. Bless your soul. It's, oh, dude, it's it's called the grind. I do this every day. I got the nose of the grindstone, baby. Yeah, oh, a, a giant scog will tell you when we recorded his episode. Uh, actually, I'm gonna cut the recording off now and we're gonna roll it out but um uh we can just be Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.